I think there's a sense of false confidence that doing well in high school can impart when you're trying to do well in like first year pre-med. Really interesting you mentioned that actually because my friend was telling me, I think like last week or so, like who you are in high school and the grades that you get in high school are by no means reflective of the person you're going to be like in uni. Okay, so welcome to Subcut, uh, the first episode where we've got a name for the podcast. I'm Justin, I used to be a doctor. Uh, I'm Neil, I'm a fourth year med student next year. Um, yeah. So otherwise known as a pre-doctor. Um, we're going to be talking today about uh, some of the mistakes that people make in first year or getting into medicine and pre-med. And um, there's definitely a lot of them, mm. right? Uh, what would you say is the biggest mistake that we see students making coming into the year? I see the same thing. Um, lack of preparation. <laughs> lack, oh, of pre- lack of preparation, yeah. like the level of lack of preparation for this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you mean by lack of preparation? Because I certainly have ideas about why students are not prepared for it. I think there's like a, I think everyone says that it's really, really hard and it's challenging and stuff, but no one really knows what to expect out of first year properly and so preparing themselves in terms of the mindset as well as the actual like skills that you need in terms of time management stress management yeah um so how do how do people normally prepare themselves oh um i'd say most common thing is they'd literally just go through the lecture material straight off the bat and they think that that's gonna suffice them for 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 the rest of the year yeah if that actually even right yeah 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 yeah. and Uh, and a lot of people, they're not even going through the lecture material. Mm. So what's the... So w- why does that not work then? Why is that not enough? The actual amount of time and like effort that you have to put in to learning the lecture content before it's ever been taught or anything like that is so great that the returns of that effort that you put in, it, it, it's, not as, it's not worth as much as you learning properly how to learn when it comes to the time yeah as well yeah totally agree because you know the the major issue right is that you're taught in high school that Mm. you know the ceiling is so low in high school that you think that it's enough you think that you can just scrape by by knowing the topics and studying the subjects and things Mm. (coughs) we're both sick right now so (laughs) just uh yeah so uh excuse my sniffling um so you you know we we go we go through high school having it drilled into us like the bare minimum mm. is necessary mm. and I think you know we're by nature very energy efficient we're like we're always trying to do stuff that's the most energy efficient like we're not gonna want to pour in heaps of effort and energy into something that we don't think is gonna be effective and so you know people that are coming in from high school finishing year thirteen they finish their exams they're like okay look I did pretty well um. You know, I did pretty well, you know, first year. Yeah, it's hard, but like, you know, how much harder could it be? You know, but it's like, it's actually really a different ball game. It's it's like the kids pool versus, you know, like the actual adult mm. kind of, you know, d- division. And right. so it's not really enough to just have learned some of the content. It's not mm. enough to have just learned some, <coughs> some of the subject material. It just doesn't really cut it. Yeah. Especially if you don't know how to manage your time or manage your mm. stress, and it's totally independent, <coughs> yeah. fully. You know, no one 
no one cares, right? Right. Yeah. Like literally, like you know, of all the people that are out there, no one's gonna give a shit about whether you go to your lectures or not. At the end of the I, day, I, I still don't go to my lectures. Yeah, really. yeah. You, fact, you got lecture recordings to much more efficient and stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking back to when I was in high school as well, and how stressed I was in year twelve and thirteen. I just wanted to slap myself, like now looking back, because it really, like retrospectively, now that now that we're in unions, we see the real life and what 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 life actually is. Well, even that, really, I'm, I've still got heaps more to, to learn and see. Um, yeah, the difference is that when you graduate, you yeah. just stop caring. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, There's just too much to stress about that, that you just yeah, you yeah, stop yeah. caring. Um, but, so, I mean, our lives are so, so, so easy. Um, first of all, in New Zealand. Second of all, um, in high school itself, everything's spoon-fed to us. Content is literally given, like, this is what you need to get excellence. This is what you need to get yeah. merit and stuff. And no one cares about you in, in university in that way. And that's and, a hard fact. And I think the ceiling of achievement for getting like a, a star or an excellence right. is set really low. Like it sets an mm. unrealistic standard of what true excellence yeah. is. Yeah. Because like... It shouldn't be easy to... It shouldn't be that easy. No. And it, it, I mean, you know, there will be people that are sort of struggling with it, but actually they're mostly struggling because they're not their study skills are just not right. up to par. But if right. the standard was set higher... Mm a lot of these people would actually feel the need to actually increase their ability to study rather than just re- resorting on memorizing the buzzword and just like, yeah, you know, smashing it out. Like, like we're taught in NCA, mention the key words. Yeah. Like, and you get punished for not mentioning the key right, You can have right. the best idea about whatever. Yeah. And you could have explained it perfectly and you could know the stuff. Mm. And, and I remember there was an internal that I sat in biology <coughs> and the for that entire internal, like I got excellence for everything except for this one particular thing that my teacher just happened to tell me not to do. Right. And I got achieved for that one aspect so my whole thing got brought down to america because that one thing and i was like yeah. okay this is bs right you know because i clearly knew the stuff and that's kind of how we're taught in nca to do it and mm. it just doesn't represent life in pretty much any real way i'd say it's the shift i feel like there are several shifts throughout your schooling years itself like the shift from primary to intermediate from intermediate to college from uh, i would uh, not, like not 10, 10 to like 11 i'd say more 11 to 12 yeah, at least for NCA, I went yeah, through the yeah. NCA curriculum, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then again from thirteen to uni. Yeah, but that but jump is a huge, like a huge jump. Yeah. And I think intermediate to you know in, entering into high school for the first time, that feels like a huge jump. Mm. It feels like a huge jump, but it's actually not really a huge jump. It's more of like a social huge jump in that you're usually going from yeah. like to a bigger school <laughs> or that you're meeting different types of people, mm. and it feels kind of like more big boy yeah. type of mentality, yeah, but. Yeah. The reality is that your stools is like doing whatever is assigned to you. You're yeah. just following someone else's instruction to right. do it. Whereas going from high school into uni is a really different ballgame. All the all the um kind of people that are having issues with just being self motivated and being proactive and scheduling mm. themselves and just managing themselves like an adult. Right. People that struggle to do that really fall behind. Yeah. And, and that gap that all is really shown. shows. Yeah, yeah. it's shown. Yeah. It's really clear. And I think if I were to go back to high school mm. and do things differently then, well, number one, I probably wouldn't do things. Uh, I would stress a lot less about the grades that I'm getting. And I'd spend more time actually developing how to study mm. and how to manage my time and manage my stress, mm. especially actually. Mm. Yeah, I'd, manage my, I'd, I'd think about managing my stress a lot more. I'd be way more proactive with mm. it. I'd socialize a lot more. I'd try to have more fun. And I'd just really try to learn more of that non-academic skills uh, you know, I, I spend so much time stressing about grades and trying to get the right grade. Mm. I should be thinking more about how to improve 
my s- academic skill rather than academic outcome and then yeah. spend all the extra time on just having fun right and increasing like social skill and uh, you know things that actually matter rather than you know trying to memorize the rubric to get excellence mm. Mm. Um, you know and another thing is that <coughs> I think there's a sense of false confidence that doing well in high school can impart when you're trying to do well in like first year pre-med Really interesting you mentioned that, actually, because my friend was telling me, I think, like, last week or so, like, um, who you are in high school and the grades that you get in high school are by no means reflective of the person you're going to be like in uni. And yep. we, we were talking about how yeah. people have changed so much from, from what they were like in high school, better or worse, um, or whatever standard we base that on or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's it's a very different... There's no field. real... No. Cor- I mean, there's there's a correlation in that if you're kind of... Uh, it doesn't tell you anything about the person's personality, right? Like if you get someone that's just not achieving, then mm. it doesn't really tell you about their personality. It also tells you about how relevant they found school. Yeah, and They may have just been really disenchanted with school. And I know a lot of people that have barely graduated high school or just like dropped out. Who are like really quite individually successful in their own way now. Right. They're doing their own thing and yeah. they actually they just didn't like the school system. And mm. thinking back on it now, I reckon I'll be like one of the people that are like barely graduating <laughs> probably because like I'm just so disenchanted with the right. school system. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is that, you know, you could get excellences or you can get your A star or whatever it is in high school. And it doesn't really even reflect academically because the difference in difficulty is so much. Mm. higher like i normally say to people you know to get a a plus at uni is usually about as difficult as it is to get like an outstanding scholarship mm. because especially like pre-med where <coughs> even to just be eligible you have to be in like the top sort of 20 percent worth of achievement right of the nation and mm. of there only 10 percent of people actually getting into med school from that 20 percent yeah mm. so you're, you're really looking at like okay if you've got i don't know like 500 people in your year mm. pick the top five or six students like they're the ones that are getting in mm. and then it's like well actually it's not even because you're picking the top okay pick the top 20 uh highest achievers mm. in your year group one of those will get it like that's right. the percentage like one or two of them will get it so it's like sets a false expectation because if you mm. think you got like excellence or a star it's like that's the best you can get Mm. But actually, it doesn't. That will be like an A minus level, right? At UD, right? Yeah, but yeah, only a very, very few will actually make it. And and like ha- with what you were saying, with how it's not truly reflective academically as well, does it still go back to how the the threshold or like the the standard isn't as high in high school? Which means that even with bad study habits or study skills or methods, yeah, it just goes under the radar, right? But if you've got just sheer like work ethic as in like just sheer hard work yeah. with poor study habits and and techniques you can still get that you grade. can yeah in fact actually that's the main limitation right, right. most people just don't try Be, most people don't try as hard because they know that if they try harder they mm. can do it right and that's the thing is that there's no need to get better at it because mm. because they, if you just try harder yeah then you get it anyway yeah but it will show when the when the mark is a lot higher at university where you do need proper study habits and you need consistent revision yeah. and stuff. And everyone is wor- like everyone that's worth a damn is working hard. Right. And they're yeah. doing their best. And it's like when everyone is working hard, what is the difference mm. they're being made? And it's like, well, look, if you can study 30% more efficiently than someone else, right? I mean, that's 
massive. Thirty yeah. percent more efficiency in high school matters for nothing because everyone right. is working at ten percent of the, how hard they could be working, right? right? Yeah, because they don't need to work because they don't, they, they don't they don't need to, mm. and so it's easy to like double your effort, mm. whereas it's not possible most of the time after the high school. Right. I will say though that like I feel I feel like those students that really do take their own, do take studying in their own hands, even in high school, yeah. they they take their scholarship papers and their extracurriculars and everything like that that they do. I think that would be the that that would be a close reflection of what they'll be like in high school. Itself. Yeah, do you agree? Uh, yeah, know. to yeah to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like for example, I mean, I was, uh, you know, like I I did five scholarships mm. in high school. I did various extracurricular stuff. Like I was involved in a lot of things. However, I wouldn't say that I had the right mentality. Like I was still just right. like I'm gonna work harder. Yeah. And that ultimately, you know, crumbled for me and yeah. super unsustainable. Right. So, I mean, we'll talk about my first year story another day <laughs> because it's just a horrible sort yeah. of event. But, um, mm. you know, that, I think it's it's a fundamentally different perspective mm. to have. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, okay, well, I mean, that was a really long elaboration on just the single biggest mistake that people are making is that they're not being prepared. But what we are really saying is that people aren't investing enough time in, in stress management, time management, mm. learning to study more effectively, mm. and they're just too focused on like a superficial outcome. and mm. things. That Actually, honestly, parents make this worse. Parents yeah. make this worse because parents don't know. Mm. Well, they do know, but they like for some, like parents, adults know. But do, do they though? Adults that have been through like rigorous ac academia should know, or like that are like professionals mm. should know. But for some reason, they're just still obsessed with the grade. And I don't know why that is. I don't know where that really comes from, but it just doesn't make any sense. Right. I do understand culturally though. I'm Indian. Yeah. You're, you're Korean yeah. as well. Culturally, there's a lot there's of precedent for outcome focused and yeah. everything. But I mean, it's just so harmful right. to the student yeah. and trying to communicate that to the parent and being like, look, the grade really doesn't, it's secondary. It's a mm. symptom of something else. And the symptom mm. is the thing that's actually more important. Right. That's what we need to treat. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, let's move on a little bit. Let's, let's talk about, um, uh, the, okay. So it, specifically for, for university of Auckland, at least there's another big right. mistake that people are making. That's not related to just preparing in high school. It is underestimating the first few weeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's just because number one, the jump is massive. It's like unfairly, huge like if you think about you know if you were the university designing the system i will feel terrible mm. designing a system that is that unfair where you're taking these students you're not priming them in any way about how difficult it's going to be in fact mm. you're underselling it probably mm. because you know that's going to milk you more money mm. realistically mm -hmm. you're underselling the difficulty of it and then you're throwing all these students into it and then within the first month and a half 80% of them are just getting culled out. And then the students that took more than three weeks to adjust mm. are just like have had the whole the year yeah. pretty much cut. Mm. And then they've paid the whole year's worth of fees. Yeah. So Well, I guess it's free right now for this year. But I mean, we well, I mean on the student loan, on a loan. Oh, like, sure. You know, they're still getting, so the university is still making money off of it. Right. I mean, I personally feel like that's part of the reason why they, really don't publicize how, like the reality mm. of it, you know? Like it's weird that as an external organization, like when I go and speak to students and do seminars, that it's the first time they've heard of the reality. Like that's mm. kind of weird to think about that the university is not 
making that clear that the first few weeks could literally decide your entire year's yeah, yeah. outcome. And I, so I, I would say that's another big mistake mm. that um, students are making coming into the year. Mm. Like you said already, I guess it does aid to the whole like almost natural selection process where like those that are the most prepared will actually break through past that first, what, yeah, two, but three it's weeks. Not, it's not natural selection because it's like, what, is it because you're not intelligent enough? Like literally mm. you can have intelligent students that are hardworking and yeah, if there's no need to increase study efficiency, like why would they have? It's yeah. not, it doesn't mean that they couldn't. Like maybe in three months they will have adapted. Mm. I mean, how, how does that affect how good of a doctor they're going to be? Yeah. Is there's no... And that's that. That's the whole thing with this. That's, I guess, part of the problem with like first year entrance into med directly. Yeah. As opposed to almost every other if Almost every country. other medical school yeah. in the whole world, right. which is postgraduate Post-grad. only. Yeah. Yeah, which is the way that it really should be. Mm. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. Yeah. Another, <laughs> another time. <laughs> it's a whole topic altogether. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Subcut. If you guys have any suggestions for content, please make sure you send it through. You can get in touch and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or find us on our website at jttmed.com slash subcut. Subcut is a podcast brought to you by JTT. If you or anyone you know is interested in a career in medicine, make sure to get in touch and check us out at jttmed.com.